Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Kerr, founder of Launchpeer, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that makes most founders' eyes bleed or roll in the very back of their head, which is uh, all the documents that you need to raise money. Uh, it's a very boring subject, but it's a great question from Mike in Boston. Uh, It's very difficult to know what you need to have before you start raising money. I'm still kind of amazed at the lack of good resources that outline how to raise your first round of funding or even how to raise a series A or a series B. It seems like it's this kind of siloed industry secret that only founders who've either raised money before or the biggest institutional investors know uh, exactly what you need to do to go through this process. It's kind of like they don't want you to be good at this process. But anyway, we're going to be talking about what kind of documents you need to prepare in order to raise your round of funding. Uh, And then I'm going to be going into a little bit of detail on each one of those documents. So you have a good, at least a high level understanding of what you need in order to prepare for that first round of funding. Today's question comes from Mike in Boston, Massachusetts. He writes in, Me and a friend from school have always dreamt of starting a tech startup. That's why we chose to become programmers in the first place. Right now, we've both been working for a year in the same company, and we think we might have a great idea for an app. The problem is that we aren't experts when it comes to marketing, research, and so on. My question is, what are the steps we have to take in order to be able to deliver our idea to potential investors or anyone who we want to do business with? I assume we need a lot of documents like market research, a business plan, and so on, but at the moment, we aren't sure what should be tackled first and what can wait. Hey, Mike, so thanks for your question. Don't be turned off that it's been hard for you to figure out what kind of stuff you need to raise your first round of funding. I mean, it is very difficult. And if you do a search anywhere online for what you need in order to prepare for your round of funding, you're going to see a thousand different answers from a thousand different places. So it's very difficult. We at Launchpeer have worked with tons of founders who have successfully raised their first round of funding. So I'm going to talk to you about the core things that you need. And you're going to notice there's a lot of things that I mentioned at the end of the episode that's kind of dependent on the investor that you're working with. But we're going to talk about the core things that you have to have no matter what, you, like no matter how much you're trying to raise, but you're going to have to have these things in order to raise your first round of funding. Uh, and then we're going to get into some of the things that start that investors may or may not ask you for. Um, so the first one is obviously a pitch deck. Like you, That's a requirement. And you have to have that for a few reasons. One, it's a lead magnet for your startup. Startups think of the pitch deck as like the end all be all for their entire funding process, but really it's not that. You, you need to treat your pitch deck like a marketer would treat a good lead magnet. So if you don't know what a lead magnet is, it's like a freebie or guide or download or checklist or something that gets people to to give you their personal information in exchange. So an example would be like all the stuff on launchpeer.com slash resources. You can assume that those are all lead magnets because we're asking you for your email address when you register. Okay. So it's like we're exchanging these things, but a lead magnet just piques someone's interest enough to where they take another step. So for you as a startup, you have to treat your pitch deck as a lead magnet. Like you are giving this to investors or showing this to investors to pique their interest enough to take the other steps that are needed in order to fund your startup. And so the that's one of the reasons why you need a pitch deck. The other reason you need a pitch deck is because it's probably one of the few things that's going to give you very 
deep clarity and understanding into what your startup is. Uh, it's going to have you go through financials. It's going to have you go through what your mission statement is. It's going to have you go through like the bios and what's important about you and your founding team. It's going to have you go through what the problem is that your product's trying to solve and how it solves that problem. It's going to have you go through how much funding you need to raise and at what valuation, all of those things are going to have to be in your pitch deck. And it gives you a lot of clarity as you create the pitch deck, not just for you, but if you have a founding team that's working with you, it gives them that clarity too and puts you all on the same page for your entire startup journey, at least for the next few months, because obviously startups change every few months. So at least for that moment, uh, you'll have complete clarity into everything about your startup. The next thing that you're going to want to have is financial projections uh, done. Now, obviously, this could be part of your pitch deck. Normally, what I see is like a small summary or breakdown of your financial projections included within the pitch deck. But a lot of times you want to link out to like a full financial projections plan for like one year, two years. Typically, it's around three years of financial projections. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. All of these are BS. Like these aren't going to be real because you're assuming that you're assuming the amount of users you're going to have. You're assuming that what your revenue model is going to be. You're assuming how many customers you're going to be able to acquire and at what cost you're, you're assuming how many team members you're going to have. All of these things are just assumptions. The real reason to have the financial projection spreadsheet is to show the opportunity that your startup has to grow. It's going to show the investor, the opportunity that your startup has, if they gave you money, what you could do with it. And the other thing it does, it just shows another level of due diligence that you yourself have done for the investor. So it's kind of like proving to the investor that you've done your homework and you can at least put that together in a cohesive, like understandable way. Uh, the next thing that you're going to want is a business plan. Now, this doesn't have to be like a 40 page outline of everything. Basically, what you're going to want to do in the easiest way to create your business plan is to every slide of your pitch deck, you want to put it into a Word document or something and go into it with more detail with bullet points and paragraphs and all of that stuff. So, you know, on one screen, put your pitch deck on another screen, put a Word document and just start typing everything out in more detail because your pitch deck is probably going to be bullet points and talking at a high level. And when you're presenting it, you're probably going to talk through all of these bullet points and things in more detail. Well, those talking points that you use when you like pitch your pitch deck are going to be the things that you want to include in your business plan. So you just break it out the same way. It makes it really easy to create. If you just put your pitch deck first, put it side by side with the Word document, and then just start typing out everything that you need to have on it. The chances that someone reads the business plan in detail is very slim. Uh, they'll probably glaze over the parts that they really care about. But again, just like the financial projection spreadsheet, it's one more step that you've taken in order to prove your worth to the investor. The next thing is going to be a cap table, um, which may or may not have been included in the other things. It probably wasn't. Uh, the cap table, and if you, you want a free download of the cap table, go to launchpad.com slash resources. We have a, a free template you can use there. If you don't know what a cap table is, this is basically what it is. A, a cap table is a spreadsheet that outlines where the equity of your startup is assigned at that moment. Uh, and so what it's going to have is like you as a founder, uh, and it's broken down into shares. So let's say that, you know, you, you have 10 million shares of your startup. The number doesn't matter because it's just a starting point and you own 5 million shares and your co-founder owns 5 million shares. Okay, cool. That's your cap table. Then a lot of times that's not the best way to create your cap table. You want to have some other things factored into it. I can go into a huge diatribe about how to create a tap table cap table, but most of you will 
turn off this episode if I do that because it's incredibly boring. But the best thing I can do is say, go to launchpeer.com slash resources and download that cap table because it'll outline what a normal cap table looks like. Uh, and it has some notes in there to talk you through like how to create your own cap table. But really what that does is it shows the investor on that, like at that time, who owns all the shares of your company. So let's say you raised a friends and family round already and there's three people like Uncle Joe, uh, your mom and your friends, best friends, dad, like invested and each one of them got 5% equity for a friends and family around. Well, it's going to have that broken down in the cap table. And the reason this is important is because the investor is going to want to know where all the equity is divvied out right now. Because obviously if they start, if they buy in and they get equity, if that's the arrangement you're making, they're going to want to know, does it dilute anybody else? Like how much does it dilute them? Can I buy anyone out? Like what is the situation with your equity as it stands today? So the cap table is how you do that. Now the rest of the documents is really kind of up to the investor. I've seen some startups create a term sheet, but sometimes investors come in with their own term sheet. Um, and a term sheet's really just like, we're trying to raise this much money at this valuation. This is how many shares we're gonna give up in this round. Like this is how many investors we're trying to have. This is the minimum check size. All of that stuff is included in the term sheet. And there's a lot of different ways to create your term sheet. Uh, if you, I'm gonna link into the show notes on our website, um, a really good article about a term sheet and it's gonna have some resources there to go download templates because we don't have a term sheet template on our website yet. So go to the show notes page if you wanna check that out. Uh, but a term sheet basically just outlines like what you're trying to achieve during this round and what the investors are gonna get out of it. Um, and so I've seen some investors want that. I've seen some investors want like very detailed founder biographies. So like basically your resume is included. Some investors want like, a separate growth plan. So like, what is your go to market strategy? Not just in the pitch deck, but like as a separate document, a lot of the rest of the documents, other than those few things that I mentioned before are going to be investor by investor. And don't worry about having it ready. The first meeting investors know that every investor is different. And so if you go to that first meeting with just the documents that I told you about, and then they say like, Hey, I want this, or I want that. You can go create that after the fact and then reuse it for any other investors who end up wanting it or even asking for it. So don't worry about creating all that stuff. Now founders sometimes get caught in like indecision, you know, they just can't make a decision, can't make a step forward because they're overthinking some of this stuff. If you just create those few things that I mentioned, I know it's not the easiest thing, but if you just create those few things that I mentioned, you'll be set up really well. So the last thing I want to say is I know that raising money is difficult. One of the things that we're trying to do to make it easier, we have a lot of initiatives at Launchpeer going on right now to try to help founders raise money. Uh, one of those things that we're doing is we're actually creating a course and we're finishing it up within the next few weeks. It's called How to Raise Venture Capital. And the great thing is we have the domain howtoraiseventurecapital.com. So if you're interested in joining the course, uh, head over to howtoraiseventurecapital.com. What we're going to be doing is going through all the ins and outs of raising money, uh, including interviews with startup founders who've raised money before, uh, interviews with investors to talk to them about what their criteria is, what they ask for. Uh, we're going to have a lot of different modules about how to create term sheets, how to create a great pitch deck, how to do a financial projections, how to create a cap table, um, all of those things that 
aren't really obvious on the surface, uh, but we're going to be going through and it's going to be a huge course. So if you're interested in that, go pre-sign up at howtoraiseventurecapital.com and be one of the first to enter because we're only going to allow a few people into the course when it first launches just so we can work really closely with you. Like we mentioned in other episodes, I've said, well, you only want to invite a few people in first, kind of see how it goes, get their feedback. Well, that's what we're going to be doing. So if you want to be one of the first people to access the course, head over to howtoraiseventurecapital.com and make sure you pre sign up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every time you give us a rating or review, it helps us spread the word about the podcast. And the more founders that can listen to the show, the more founders we can help with the answers that we give on the podcast. And also it means the more questions that we'll be able to answer. And I'm sure you have the same question that a lot of entrepreneurs have. And the more questions that we can feature on the show, the better the show will be. So if you've already given us a rating or review, we really appreciate it. And if you haven't yet, please go ahead and rate, rate us or review us on iTunes. And if you have your own questions about building your startup, whatever they are, head over to launchchat.io and record your question or send us an email at hello at launchpeer.com and make sure you mention the podcast in the subject line of the email. 